You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Revival Reign, Day 9. The Currency of Heaven. Thirst is a blessing. Hunger is a blessing. They are the currency of heaven. Isaiah 55 verse 1 to 2 reads, Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Who can come to the waters? The person who thirsts. Who can come and buy and eat? The person who has no money. In other words, who can have God in their life? Whoever sees their poverty without God can have God. Didn't Jesus say, blessed are the poor in spirit? Whoever has come to the place where nothing else can satisfy them and nothing else is as important as having God, these are the people who can have God. Whoever has come to the place of realizing that their entire strength, wisdom, and gift mix are not enough to watch the city and build the house, they are the ones whose cities God will watch, and they are the ones whose homes God will build. Whoever has come to the place where the best, most comfortable, safe life the world can possibly offer is detestable and hated, in comparison to the kingdom of God coming on earth, these are the people who inherit the kingdom. Saints, spiritual thirst, hunger, brokenness, and poverty are a blessing. They are the currency of heaven. If we have them, we can make an exchange. But without them, we go without because we have nothing to transact with. There can be no exchange between heaven and earth without them. We become window shoppers and spectators of the kingdom of God, gazing in and watching God move, but never partaking and experiencing the move of God for ourselves. Are we content to be spectators and window shoppers to the move of God? <laughs> I'm not, and I'm sure you're not either. This principle of being hungry and thirsty is a crazy upside-down principle to us because we live in a world that wants to eradicate hunger and thirst. I mean, food and drink must always be within our reach. We have vending machines. Our petrol stations have convenience stores. Cool drinks are sold to us on the beach. Hunger and thirst are horrible things to us. When we hunger, we become irritable and tire easily. Hangry, they call it. But in the kingdom, it is the best thing. We become better when we stay hungry. We get stronger and more powerful. We become more spirit-led and we hear and relate to God better. It's like we don't actually hear or receive from Him without it. It's when we lose our spiritual hunger or thirst and become comfortable and familiar and satisfied that our spiritual demise begins. The flesh and the spirit are complete opposites on the topic of hunger and thirst. In the flesh, hunger is a problem. In the spirit, it is an asset. Spiritual hunger needs to be cultivated and looked after. It needs to be matured and become deeper and even stronger. So how do we do that? 
Well, in the flesh, we hunger by ceasing to eat. But in the spirit, we get hungry by eating spiritual food. In the flesh, we become poor when we stop laboring. But in the spirit, we become poor when we start to labor and travail in prayer. In the flesh, we thirst when we go into dry places or we stop drinking. In the spirit, we thirst when we make a decision to leave dry places and barren lands and pursue God's wells and start drinking. You see, drinking from the river of God makes us more thirsty for the river of God. To grow in spiritual hunger, we need to eat and drink as much as we can. The more fuel, the greater the flame. John G. Lake said the following, When I approached this matter of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I did so with great care, but I approached it as a hungry soul. My heart was hungry for God. You know, for the next nine months, John G. Lake sought the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He fasted, he prayed, he shed tears. And needless to say, an incredible exchange took place. And one of the greatest healing and apostolic church planting moves of God was born as a result of his hunger and thirst for God. Evan Roberts said the following, He said, I could sit up all night to read or talk about revival. And he did so for 10 years. And then a great exchange took place. And he saw 100,000 souls saved in just six months. Hunger for revival is a precursor to experiencing revival. No one stumbles on revival by chance. In Revelation 21 verse 6, it says, I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. Saints, this is the season to stimulate our hunger and thirst. Let us eat and drink as much as we can on the topic of revival. Let us labor in prayer until we are completely sifted. And the only thing that remains is that we want God to come near, His church to come alive, and souls to be saved. And so, let's pray. Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing for revival in our days.